Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He does it for the MLB Network, also hosts on uh, Zone. His podcast, uh, GM Shuffle, is one of the best out there. Our buddy Adnan Burke hops on with us for a couple minutes today. Adnan, Jody Mack here. How you doing? Jody Mack, good to reunite, my friend. Of course, we just had magic together on Sirius and Mobile Network Radio, which would only make sense. Now we translate over to CBS. I hope you and your family are good, my friend. Uh, we are. Thank you. Same for you and yours. And yes, uh, the show that you and I did, I think they sent immediately off to the Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, and <laughs> we should be receiving our award sometime later this year. Um, but it was nice that you and I got to work together on that day. But now got to figure out what we're going to do for work going forward. Because we're not going to be playing baseball for a while I know the commissioner followed suit with what Adam Silver did in the NBA and Gary Bettman did in the NHL. About 30 days to just continue to evaluate. I'll be honest with you, Adnan, what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, what I'm feeling is that was probably an optimistic point of view. I had a couple of baseball guys on here over the last couple of days, and they've said, yeah, forget about April. May is the earliest we're going to get this season back underway. Um, are we watching the season disappear before our very eyes? Well, it's certainly very scary, Jody. It's funny just how quickly life can change. It's just a reminder for all of us to be grateful for what you have. Uh, you're thinking where we were a week ago, right? And you're thinking if you're a Yankees fan, oh, man, it's going to be tough. Stan Great one, calf strain, Paxton's hurt until May. Aaron Judge hopefully back sooner than later with a rib injury. And now you go, oh, my God, we just want baseball at some point. I agree with you. I thought the earliest projection, you know, when Rob Manfred said, okay, well, give us a couple of weeks. I said, well, there's no way it's going to be April. I said, the most optimistic to me is May 1st, and June 1st is more pessimistic. This was literally as of two days ago. And then today, me and our friend Jim Bowden did three hours in MLB Network Radio, and an MLB memo came out around noon uh, saying that, listen, basically, I don't want to say evacuate spring training, but they're trying to work it out with the union to say, listen, go home, because it's not happening anytime soon. And if you look at the wording of it, Jody, specifically it says, hey, find a place that you're comfortable for six weeks. So do the math. Right now we're mid-March. That means May 1st will be the earliest they could reconvene. You need at least two weeks of spring training. So the earliest it could be is May 15th. But I'm of the opinion it's going to be June. And I uh, see to the great Keith Overman, who had an excellent piece on outside the lines. Of course, Keith is as big a baseball fan as you'll meet and always uses sound logic. And his point was that, listen, the first case of China up until now, whereas now they're showing progress, it's been four months. So by that logic... Late January comes to the American shores. If you go four months, that would be June. So you give it a couple of weeks of spring training. Mid-June would be most optimistic. And by the way, it could be mid-June, in which case then it's July 1st. So I believe, and of course we all know it's a fluid situation, which is now a very overused phrase, but I believe we're going to have a baseball season this year. But I'll tell you right now, I think if it starts in June, we're looking at a 112-game season max. And if it's July, it's more like an 81-85 game season, something like that and then an expanded playoff. So I'm holding it hope we get baseball. But if you told me it's starting in April, I'd say there's no chance of that. 
And May 1st, I would also put a slim chance right now. Yet, I'm going to have my fantasy baseball draft tonight, and we're going to go ahead and pick our players and then just sit and look at our rosters for the next three months <laughs> as we wait for the season to actually start. All right, uh, following in the logic of what you talked about with Oberyn and uh, comparing us to China, if it took them four months and they're seeing improvement finally at this stage, do we optimistically believe we're a country that's a little further advanced technologically, medically, and the like that – uh, yes, if we use that as an outer term, maybe we can actually, and I'm asking you to, to comment on uh, yeah. technology and medicine here in the country, which I know I'm not an expert on, and I'm asking you to step out and above your expertise. Can we put faith in the fact that this is the most advanced country on the planet and that maybe it's less for us than it would have been for another country? Again, I could definitely see that line of reasoning. And, you know, where others, unfortunately, had to suffer, you can learn from their examples. And there's no question that China right now is doing their best to help us and say, hey, listen, this is what we did. This is something we would suggest. This can help accelerate the, the return. You know, you look at what happened in Italy. And to your point, I don't think we're going to be like Italy and quarantining 10 to 15 million people. But I think that sometimes what has to happen is everybody has to take it seriously. And I don't know about you, Jody, but if you asked me a week ago, if you asked me my concern level, of coronavirus, maybe about a two. I mean, I got a bunch of kids in my house, so I'm like, okay, that's never, you know, I don't have anything going around here. But listen, we'll, we'll be safe. We'll be okay. It's mainly in Washington State, California. We're okay. And then literally, when my wife woke me up, I went to bed early. I was tired. And she can say, hey, Tom Hanks is coronavirus, and the NBA's canceled the season. I was like, oh, my God. Now all of a sudden, it's at a 10. And think about that. That's only within a matter of days. So if people are, are heeding the warnings to quarantine and to distance themselves from others, then I do think if people take it seriously within the next two weeks, you can flatten the curve. You know, John Paul Morosi was with me the other day at MLB Network Radio. John's uh, wife's a doctor, and he was explaining to me, listen, what happens is that the virus comes, there's no vaccine, people don't take it seriously, it accelerates, it spikes, the test isn't readily available, now it's available, people are going to test positive. It's going to get worse before it gets better, meaning there's going to be a lot more positive tests because more people are going to be tested for it. But if people take it seriously and stay home and work from home and don't associate with others and do all the things people are saying, wash your hands, please, for 20 seconds, and if you're sick at all, stay away from people and cough into your sleeve, et cetera, that I do think that, that it can be accelerated, to your point. But in China, maybe they didn't realize how serious it was. And obviously, their population is bigger than ours as well. So maybe that's harder to control as well. So I, I honestly think in the next two weeks, if we take it seriously, if we can control it, then yes, then May 15th, we could have baseball back. And by the way, here's another thing with baseball. I do think when the season returns – I think at least initially there will be no fans. I think they might say, listen, even though we've got the go-ahead from the CDC or whomever, we want to get games going just to be extra cautious here. We don't want to be the sports league that looks like we're hurrying up on this thing. Hey, for the first week, let's just not have fans and go from there. Tom Verducci, our friend from S-Science and MLB Network, said 35 to 40% of revenue for baseball is from the gate, from attendance. But think about this, Jody. Would you rather have three and a half months of baseball and let's, let's assume there was no fans at all. Okay, but that TV money, and as you and I both know, the local TV money is huge. Could you imagine people will be losing their minds? No baseball for two and a half months. God forbid there's no basketball, no hockey. People will be watching record numbers just to get a sports fix. So I think there, it's not without the realm of question. Baseball will say, okay, we're losing a lot of money without fans, but we'll put the games on because this TV audience will be huge, and we want to satisfy our TV partners, the ESPN and Fox, and so on. So. That's how I look at it myself. I'd heard anybody speculate baseball coming back to empty stadiums, but that's what we're seeing in the places that we are still seeing sports, like the UFC last night, and uh, racing is still ongoing. 
to fanless venues, so it might go that way with uh, baseball when they do come back. And on work, our guest from uh, Zone from MLB Network, also does shows and gets sidelined with uh, guys like me on SiriusXM's MLB Network as well. When you do shows like that, like the one you did today, like the one you and I did a couple of weeks ago, you have to deal with the public. Other times when you're just talking to a camera, it's a lot easier. Here's a concern I have. And you reacted to it today and maybe got some feedback from fans. I don't want to see if it matches up with what I fear. MLB today suggested, encouraged players to go home uh, for Mm -hmm. teams not to have any organized workouts at their spring training facilities. They didn't mandate it. They didn't come out and say, close shop. Everyone must go home. They strongly suggested it would be advisable that they leave the facilities, which means they're still going to be open for some. And guys who are uh, rehabbing from injuries really kind of need it. Mm -hmm. But it does leave open for fans to interpret the desire of their teams. Because there will be some teams that have, uh, if they've got 60 guys in camp now with rehabbing guys and everything, 50 guys, whatever, 10 will stay, and there'll be another camp where five will stay, and there'll be a camp where 20 stays. And those who have 20 stay will say, they're dedicated. We've got a chance this year. Why don't we have uh, 20 in our camp? We have only got five. I fear that's a story we're going to be dealing with in the next two or three days. Am I being a worry board here? No, I think you're definitely right about being a story, at least today. I mean, Jim Bowden was saying to me, uh, praising the Yankees. And listen, unanimously, they voted to stay. And he said, because my first thought as a parent is, are you, hey, I got to get home, I got to see my kids, I got to make sure they're okay. But his point was accurate, which is, listen, this is the Yankees. They've got top-notch medical facilities. They're doing a thorough cleaning. They're sanitizing the sucker like nobody else. And these guys are going to be getting the best treatments and food and facilities. And they're bonding as a team. And so if the season starts May 1st, which I don't think it's going to happen, if it did, oh, my God, these guys are ready to go. And Jim said, listen, being competitive, of course, as a former GM, I want to say my guys are loaded and ready to go. But. To your point with MLB, with that strongly worded memo, my understanding is this. Listen, they're telling the minor leaguers, get out of here. Go home. Seriously, we can do that. They're negotiating with the union right now and Tony Clark to be able to enforce that with the players. Now, I don't know why Tony Clark would fight that. Maybe to your point, some guy said, listen, I want to stay here on a rehab. This is the best spot for me. So I think Tony Clark might try to say, well, listen, it should be open to the player. If you want to stay, fine. If you don't, go home. But you're right. People will open it up and say, okay, well, the twins, oh, Josh Donaldson, Miguel Snow wanted to go home. Those guys don't care about winning, which is absurd. I mean, you do whatever you want. You focus on your life and what you think you should do, and other players want to stay. I think if MLB has their druthers, they'll negotiate with Tony Clark and the PA and go, listen, shop's closed. Go home. The next six weeks, do what you got to do. We're not doing anything. We're closed for business until May 1st, and at that point we'll evaluate, and best case, two weeks or three weeks of spring training, we kick this baby off mid-May, maybe Memorial Day, baseball returns. How nice would that be? So I think that's what MLB is pushing for, because you're right. Otherwise, people will say, oh, that team cares more than the other team, which is a ridiculous thing to even be saying at a time like this. Right, because a guy chooses to go home and be with his family during this uh, disaster that we're dealing with. It doesn't make him any less dedicated to his craft or wanting to win. It just means he's a closer, tighter family. There are some guys that don't have family that are still uh, bachelors. And, of course, they can stay in spring training. Why not? But other guys have four kids, and they want to get home to their kids. I I hope that they can negotiate something out with the union so it's a mandate, not a suggestion, because I think we'll unfortunately have to deal with some irate fans, but that's just me, the negative and worrywart uh, talk show host <laughs> that I am. 
right. Uh, I asked this question to a couple baseball guys I've had on the last couple of days. I'll ask it to you as well. Is there a team or two that will actually benefit from the fact that the season is going to be pushed back and or shortened? Is there a team or two that is compromised because that is the case? I think it absolutely helps the Yankees. As I mentioned, Stanton grade one tax strain was going to be back sometime in April. Now, if that timetable is to be believed, he'll be ready for opening day sometime in May. Aaron Judge said he's feeling great after coming off that rib fracture, which apparently took place last September. Now they know what the issue is. They're isolating it. He's feeling better. He could be ready for opening day if it's in May. And then, of course, James Paxton, who was supposed to be back sometime in May, if it's mid or late May, then you got one of your best pitchers as well. You're only really missing Severino. So I think this could be a huge win for the Yankees, uh, competitively speaking, when they come back. I think it hurts the Mets because the Mets are in clear win-now mode. They wanted to hit the ground running and go from there and clearly believe in those pitchers uh, like Noah Syndergaard and obviously Jacob deGrom, a two-time signing award winner, and Marcus Stroman, who's a free agent this year. So I think it hurts them because all of a sudden now the season starts, let's say, June 1st. And Stroman's out there trying to throw the ball through a wall because he wants to get paid. Then he gets hurt, and he goes, oh, my God, now the Mets' plans go way late. I think not necessarily teams, but free agents, Jody. I think it hurts Mookie Betts, let's say. You know, he wanted to prove have a gigantic season with the yeah. Dodgers and get Mike Trout that money, and all of a sudden now he's only going to have three months or four months to prove himself, perhaps. So rather than teams, I think it hurts players like Stroman and Betts and guys like that. JT Rail, Muto's a pending free agent. Guys like that, I think it hurts because – they want to put up big numbers in their walk years, and you can certainly understand that approach. I'll give you an argument against the Yankees for it benefiting them. Tell me if I'm right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're the most talented roster in baseball. Yes, a little injured at this time, but still, even with their injuries, they won 105 games last year, and they were crushed by injuries last year, too. The longer the season, talent rises to the top, and the more, more games that you play, you would think you would win a higher percentage because you just have more talent than other teams. A shrunken season means a little bit more luck comes back into play, that it yeah. isn't figured out or a, over a longer term in more games. Uh, is that fair to say? Yeah, I do agree that logic, Jody. You're right. Cause you're, the longer it goes, you say, listen, all things even out. For people who are not baseball fans, they go, God, why is it 162? Because the longer you go, to your point, talent wins out, the best teams rise to the top and you're able to avoid injuries, et cetera. And when it's a sprint rather than a marathon, well, then teams that maybe just do get hot are able to So, do we lose Adnan? I think his phone dropped on us. That's okay. It was going to be the last question I asked him anyway. So, uh, call Adnan back. Just tell him I said thanks. I'll tell him. No, we got him? All right. Damn. Hickman can dial quick. You got him back on real quick. All right, you were saying uh, the balance is out over the 162. And think about 1995 when the season went from 162 to 144. I mean, there was a lot of injuries. Like, you had guys coming right out of the gate because pitchers are trying to throw 100, and you're going, oh, my God, they just haven't had the right time to get ready. And think about this. The longer the delay, the longer the spring training is, right? If it's May 15th, you go, okay, we can get two weeks and we're good to go. If it's July 1st, you might have a month of spring training to get these guys ready. Do you see what I'm saying? Because right now you've had a few weeks of spring training. Pitchers are getting their pitch counts up. And the last week of spring training, as we know, is more for revenue in Florida and Arizona. And the pitch count for these guys is up around 50 or 60. Well, if you're gone for two months, I don't care what you're doing on your own. Of course, it's not the same within a team. So God forbid July 1st were clear. You had a month spring training. All of a sudden, now you've got a 60-day season, like August and September. That would be crazy. 
And you can go a little bit into November. I mean, then it gets wild. You go, hey, maybe we'll be in a dome stadium, neutral site, but I'm not crazy about those ideas. I mean, hopefully we don't get to that. All right, and then last thing, uh, if the Houston Astros were going to be treated like public enemy number one and the booze would line up accordingly <laughs> when they played on the road, now that we're looking at a delayed season with bigger issues to worry about than booing a baseball team when they come to your town, if they were looking at it at 10 as a villain status, what does it drop to? Because the season's going to pick up in May, June, or July. Great point. I think now it becomes an eight. And I think it's a great point, Jody. I think before the vitriol was at high fever pitch, people cannot wait to slam these guys. And there's so much rage and annoyance. It's been building and building for months. And you say, okay, Bregman and Altuve were less than contrite on media day. And then Correa is throwing haymakers, verbally speaking, back at Cody Bellinger and on and on. But now you go, oh, my God, the country's in crisis. We just want to get sports again. Like, for the next month, we don't know how we're going to survive without sports, and we don't know how long we're going to be without baseball. I think once baseball resumes, you go, oh, thank God it's back. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to hate the Astros, too. But it won't be quite the level of animosity, unless, of course, the Astros do something. If they get off to a hot start and start, you know, celebrating home runs a little too much, the people will get mad at them again or something will happen. Players don't forget, of course. They have long memories. But, yes, the average fan, the vitriol, I think, will go from 10 to about an 8. Okay. That's about where I got it, too. Adnan, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on board. Uh, keep the family well uh, hygienated back in the house. Uh, and uh, enjoy your downtime if you get any before, hopefully, before we know we're back at it full swing. Thanks, bud. I, I appreciate it, Jody. 30 minutes of shooting hoops outside with the kids. You know, there you playing go. around the backyard. That's about all we can do. We can get into the house for a little bit. And, by the way, I echo your thoughts in the NFL. Me and Michael Lombardi do the GM shuffle. Thank God. That's still uh, all systems go. So check out the Jim Shuffle this week. Mike and I will talk about the new labor deal. And you're right. How about the NFL? All these sports are in crisis. They got 10 years of labor peace. And by all logic, their season won't be affected. Amazing. Sometimes it's better to be just in the right place than have the right team or the right <laughs> ingredients. And great stuff. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks, Joni. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.